1: Good evening, good morning, or good afternoon. Whenever you're listening to this program, welcome to the alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. I hope you had a great Thanksgiving holiday. Uh, many of you probably had a long weekend, which means that you had Friday off started your Christmas shopping. For those of you who do Christmas shop for others, hopefully you were able to do that as well. We have a great show for you tonight. It's always great to hear the, uh, the dulcet tones of Chris Cornell, that a burden in my hand from Soundgarden from the Down on the Upside album and a man who is absolutely missed. It's um, He just puts you in a mood, doesn't he? He puts you in a mood, whether it's a good mood or a bad mood. Chris Cornell was an amazing and prolific singer. Songwriter, uh, just a just an all around uh, unbelievable musician. We have a fantastic show for you this weekend. Um, we've got news and notes to get to, but first, how can you follow me? Very easily on Twitter at Al Gattulo, Instagram at Gattulo, G A T U L O, Facebook dot slash AG Craft Beer Cast, email at AlbertG at radio dot com, iTunes, Google Podcasts. You just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast. You can find the shows on those platforms. We're also on Amazon, on Alexa. We're on Odyssey.com. We're on the Hopped Up Network as well. iHeartRadio, HoppedUpNetwork.com. Just head over there. You can listen to the podcast version of this show, usually a couple of minutes. Uh, After the show ends, you can download it and listen to it at your leisure. Now, coming up in 20 minutes, Bill Schufeldt, the co-owner of Athletic Brewing, is going to join me. A wide-ranging interview on how the brewery got started, expansion plans, and why Carrick Dr. Pepper dropped a good deal of cash investing Into the company. We're going to chat about that and a lot of other stuff as well coming up in about 20 minutes from now. But we've got lots of news to get to, so let's dive in. We've talked about it and teased it. The Atlantic City Bureau Music Festival coming up next June 3rd and 4th, a Saturday and Sunday uh, at Bader Field, uh, presented by Ocean Casino Resort. But now we've got important dates and stuff. That you need to know about. We've told you December 1st is uh, you're here for the beer tickets. They go on sale at $60 plus tax and fees. The Hops Trot 5K Beer and Fun Run is $99 plus taxes and fees. That takes place on December 1st. On February 1st, there will be a headlining band announcements. And as they say, they outdid 2022's band announcements. All tickets will go on sale. General admission will now be $70 plus tax and fees if you don't get in uh, on time. VIP, $149 plus tax and fees. The Hopstrot price increases to $110 plus tax and fees. And if you're a party of larger than 10, you can do a group ticket buy, $62 per ticket plus tax and fees. There are Jitney packages and more uh, that are available as well. So you can check out all the options, but those don't take place till February 1st. On April 1st, general admission price increases to $75 plus tax and fees. The Hopstrot price goes up to 120 uh, if you if you want to show up at the festival and buy tickets on June third and fourth, it'll be eighty five dollars to get in. It is still the best bang for your buck. Four hours of great music and beer that are included. You'll have to buy your own food for purchase. Uh, they're going to have retail partners to be announced over the next couple months that uh, Good Time Tricycle Productions will visit. You can buy your tickets direct through them, no fees. They may even buy you a beer. It is really a good stuff. Hotel Blocks will be released the first week of December. Again, it is brought to you in part by Ocean Casino Resorts. Keep your eyes on the Book of Faces, as they say, as well as uh, acbeerfest.com and as always, they say, drink better beer, and I encourage that as well. Uh, Our friends at Flagship Brewing, as I've been mentioning, Battle of the Bands is ongoing. Uh, There'll be uh, bands the next few Friday nights. The semifinals December 9th, the champion will be crowned on December 16th. Speaking of New York City, New York City brewed, save the date, Saturday, February 25th. The New York City Brewers Guild actively working behind the scenes on their next event. It's the opening bash, which will kick off New York City Beer Week. Uh, the details of all of that will be coming soon. New York City Beer Week scheduled to kick off Saturday, February 25th. It will run through Sunday, March 5th. Stay tuned for announcements. Listen, I'm going to say it right here if the folks from the Brewers Guild are listening. Uh The Navy Yard was fun last year, but it was bitterly cold. Please, hold it in a venue that has a little bit of heat going on. You want to open up some doors, I get that. And again, weather is unpredictable in the winter months in New York, so you can't really expect, you know, hoping a 40, 50-degree day. Usually in February it's going to be ice cold. Just do it someplace a little warm. I mean, honestly, it is my my wedding anniversary that weekend. I know my wife's going to be upset that we're going to this thing, uh, and I love going to it. It's a great time. But, you know, please, <laughs> hold it in a warm place. Please, I beg of you. Thank you. The public service announcement there. Anyway, uh, Departed Souls, less than Jake, was going to uh, uh, saunter through Jersey City, according to them, play a show at White Eagle Hall, and uh, Departed Souls says, oh, we're going to do nothing about it. Uh, well, they're going to be rocking out on Wednesday, December 6th, less than Jake, uh, at White Eagle Hall in downtown Jersey City, but Departed Souls is teaming up to bring some holiday cheers to you at the same time while spreading holiday cheer. 16 ounces uh, of beer in the form of canned goods. They're definitely not gluten-free, mosaic, hazy IPA. It's being brewed right now. And starting the Friday before the show on December 2nd, they're going to be collecting non-perishable canned food items at the Jersey City Loggers and Ales Tasting Room. Each item you bring in gets you an entry into their canned goods contest. The winner will receive two tickets to the Less Than Jake show at White Eagle Hall, where you'll also see Cliff Diver and Keep Flying. They're hoping that the beer will be released right on the 2nd of December, and it will only be available at the brewery up until the show. Then you'll be able to get it. Um, That's the only place you're going to be able to get it up until the show. After the show, distro will be determined after that. And, of course, as Departed Souls always likes to say, they cannot ship beer. It is illegal uh, in the state of New Jersey to ship beer. Hopefully that changes, too. Uh, very soon. Other forms of packaging of non perishable goods will also be accepted at the brewery, which is really cool. So you'll be helping people out and you get to drink a great beer. Now, this is something that came over um, a little while ago, and I'm really intrigued about going to this, and this is keeping it in Jersey City. The Bruisology Beer Fest will take over the Liberty Science Center after hours, featuring over 50 breweries, 150 beers. And access throughout the museum. Now, I've been to the Liberty Science Center. It's a great place. And it's right off of the Turnpike. Literally. Take the Turnpike extension as if you were going to the Holland Tunnel. The first exit, you get off. Liberty Science Center. It's right there. I mean, for me, it's probably a 30-minute ride from my house. Maybe 25 with, tra- you know, with no traffic. It's, it's a really cool place. So they're going to have a beer fest in there. It takes place on Saturday, February 11th from 7 to 11 p.m. Tickets are $50 for general admission. That's from 8 to 11. VIP will get you in an hour earlier at 7 o'clock. Those tickets will run you $65. Uh, Head over to Eventbrite. Just do a search for Jersey City Bruzology. The admission includes unlimited beer samples with inclusive access to the center's exhibits, stage demonstrations, and a few fun surprises. It'll be the boozy hybrid... Of your middle school field trip or high school field trip or college field trip. We've taken, well, anyway, I won't get into that. It was a, college was a long time ago. Anyway, some of the breweries that are going to be there uh, Bolero, Hackensack, Icarus, Circa Brewing, Torch and Crown, Carton, Twin Elephant, Gear Block, Muckraker, Beer Maker, Wild East, Bricks, Evil Twin, Stone, many, many more. It's going to be a fun event. Uh, I am actually thinking about going to that. That should be fun. Brooklyn Brewery, one of the OGs in craft beer, moving its original. Williamsburg flagship at North 11th Street to a new space just four blocks away. According to a November 17th press release, developers plan to break ground at 1 Wythe Avenue later this year. It's an address that straddles the Williamsburg and Greenpoint neighborhoods. It is the newest addition to the Greenpoint-Williamsburg Industrial Business Zone, a 41,000 square feet of manufacturing space for Brooklyn Brewery. That is enormous. Now, the building is planned to span a total of 82,000 square feet. So they're taking half of the building over. Um, The the craft brewery is going to occupy the lower level first and fourth floors. The new building will fill a mandatory manufacturing requirement for the neighborhood, which includes a reserved amount of industrial space. Uh, The company will be the core tenant of the three-sided building, um, they were originally going to move to the Brooklyn Navy Yard in 2016. Those plans fell through due to leasing issues. That was going to be a 75,000-square-foot space in the Brooklyn Navy Yard. So that's not going to happen, but this, this new building is going to happen, it looks like. And again, the first—let me see. Where did I see this again? The lower-level first and fourth floors. I get the sense fourth floors will be office space for them. The lower level will probably be for brewing. First floor will prob- probably be— The tasting room. That's my assumption. And then finally, uh, beginning uh, in December, Stone Distributing Company will distribute the brands of Coronado Brewing Company throughout Southern California. They'll represent Coronado's brands in territories including San Diego County, Orange County, Los Angeles County, as well as large portions of San Bernardino and Riverside County. Uh, Coronado sales are currently up 20% per year to date, thanks in large part to the company's two hottest brands, Weekend Vibes IPA, a really good IPA, and Salty Crew Blondale, another good uh, beer from them, both of which just earned recent GABF medals in 2019 and 2020. Weekend Vibes the ranks the eighth best selling India Pale Ale in uh, Southern California, and the counterpart Salty Crew Blonde ranks as the third best selling blonde golden ale in SoCal, more than doubling total sales year over year at over 121.4 percent. So kudos uh, to Coronado for being distributed by Stone, uh, which is part of the reason why. Well, I don't want to say part of the reason why, but. Uh, that is great cook's business now is distributing other breweries as well as stone so kudos to those guys for making that deal when we come back after a short break we're going to have more news and notes from around the beer world on this post thanksgiving edition of the algatulo craft beer cast on am 970 the answer Welcome back to the Alga Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Great boys from Birmingham and Judas Priest getting inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Not really voted in by the people, uh, sort of given a, a backdoor award. That's that's how I'm going to put it. It's basically a backdoor award uh, that Judas Priest got. But hey, listen, they're there. They were very appreciative of it. Um, I don't like the process of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but it was great to see them on stage uh, last weekend on uh, HBO And performing. Duran Duran was there. They were great. Uh, Rob Halford singing with Dolly Parton at the end. Just pretty awesome. So uh, good stuff there. There's a lot of bands that aren't in. It's amazing that Journey is not in. Um, I don't think Foreigner is in either. Like, there's a number of bands that aren't in, but whatever. I'm, I'm not going to get into that. It's uh, too political, let's put it that way. Now, coming up in 10 minutes, Bill Schufelt, the co-owner of Athletic Brewing, is going to join me a wide-ranging interview on how the company got started, expansion plans, why Carrick Dr. Pepper dropped a good deal of money into investing into the company. That's coming up in a few minutes from now. Our friends from Bradley Brew Project had some news about their Tall Oaks Farm uh, brewery, and it is officially a go. There were some delays and all kinds of stuff going on. Shovels went into the ground Monday before last, or, or uh, this past Monday, and they are aiming to be open within a year. Uh, over the last 11 months, they had some issues. that began in the early part of 2020. Uh, that was two and a half years ago. They got the property, they got an, a business plan, all kinds of stuff. They started to finance and do the construction aspects of the project. At the beginning of this year, in 2022, after they got their uh, grant, their approvals in December of 21, um, a, a lot of issues within the construction industry, obviously supply chain issues, and the banks added a lot of financing contingencies to the project. Uh, obviously, one of the worst times in the last 50 years for them to build. They pushed on. Shovels are in the ground now. They are going to get it done. And hopefully, uh, sometime next year, uh, they will have this uh, up and running. And they said over the coming months, Uh, You'll see some updates, general information about how things are shaping up and what's going to go on at the brewery uh, when it is built. So when we have more news on that, we will get it to you. Head over to Bradley Brew Project on their Facebook page or the Tall Oaks Farm Plus Brewery, uh, and you will get all of the information there, including their statement. Our good friends from our mutual friend brewing company, celebrating 10 years of brewing, Saturday, December 10th, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. They are up to a 10-barrel brew system now, and of course, obviously, Big fans of saisons, loggers, IPAs, uh, so they're going to be doing a bunch of different things celebrating 10 years in business. OMF is going to be selling limited edition year 10 glassware for the first hour that OMF is open. You can get a, a glass plus a 750 milliliter bottle of year 10 saison for just ten dollars. After that, you can purchase the bottle for sixteen, the glassware for eight. Then they're going to have um, in the year 10 saison is brewed with orange blossom honey. Colorado Pilsner Wheat and Rye Malt. It's bottle condition with the same honey. Again, it's available on draft and in 750-milliliter bottles. Then they're going to have Storzal, the Norwegian-style ale made with barley that's grown and malted by Colorado Malting Company. Uh, Then it's smoked over European-sourced alderwood. It's available in 12-ounce cans and on draft. They'll have Berkeley Supply IPA brewed in collaboration with Berkeley Supply Company celebrating their 10th anniversary. Uh, they're going to have Pro, the beer that started it all, a blonde Ale brewed with 100% Colorado ingredients. You can purchase a six-pack of Pro for $10 on December 10th only. They're going to have uh, other releases and all kinds of stuff going on at OMF, uh, so definitely check them out. We're going to have Jan, the uh, co-owner and head brewer, uh, on the program next week uh, to talk about that. A couple of things that are happening locally. Um, Tap New York Craft uh, Beer and Food Festival is going to return to Bethel Woods second year in a row on Saturday and Sunday, May 20th and 21st of next year. Uh, tickets are on sale now, bethelwoodcenter.org, slash tap NY for more details. My only issue with this event, and apparently now food is not going to be included in the ticket price. So unless you get VIP, you will get food. If you don't get VIP, you will have to buy food. Okay? So the problem that I had with the event was, uh, there's nothing you can do about the temperature, it was roasting out. It was like a 90-something degrees. But VIP was not clearly marked. There were areas that we could have sat, private bathrooms, could have had access to all the food without having to stand on long lines. That was not really well thought out. So if those things change, I'd be more apt to go. I'm not sure if I'm going to go again next year. I'd like to. It was a fun event. There were a lot of great beers. It was just it was really hot. And at some point, you're just like, all right, there's only so much I can drink in this hot weather. So we'll see. If the weather is a little bit more temperate, you're hoping it is in Maine. It's not a heat wave. Uh, then then it'll be worth it. But tickets are on sale now. Tickets are also on sale now for Big Brew, New Jersey, my good friend Allison's event. It's the first event that she puts on in the new year. It's going to be taking place on Saturday, March 4th, uh, at uh, the Morristown Armory. Uh, it is a benefit for the Morris Rugby um, uh, Corporation. Uh, two sessions, 175 styles of craft beer, great music, delicious food, wonderful vendors. So session one is noon to four, music by the outcrops. Session two is five thirty to nine thirty. The music is by Mr. Lovejoy, big big brew nj.com. They're gonna have hatchet throwing, all kinds of cool stuff. Bigbrewnj.com. You've got to be twenty one and older with a picture ID. It is a fun event. I am certainly going to be there. And I'm wondering if the Atlantic City Beer and Music Festival is going to continue at Bader Airfield. Apparently, a development group is proposing a $3 billion plan uh, for a neighborhood... Uh, at Atlantic City's abandoned Bader Airfield. The proposed Casa Mar neighborhood would be built on roughly 140 acres of land, would include upwards of 10,000 residential units, just about 400,000 square feet of retail and office space, 20 acres of trails, parks, amenities, would also be built and available for public use. There are currently several plans for the plot of land, which is owned by Atlantic City, but is controlled by the state under a 2016 takeover law. So if that is sold... And I think Bart Blatstein is the one that uh, that uh, proposed this um, $3 billion plan, this development group. If that happens, what happens to the Atlantic City Beer and Music Festival? Does it go back inside at the convention center? Because they've already said they wanted them out of the convention center and out on Bader Field. Or does it move somewhere else on the beach? We shall see. Updates as they become available. Uh, Odell Brewing. Uh, apparently laid off nine staff members about a week and a half ago, about 5% of its workforce. Odell CEO Eric Smith told BrewBound via email, With the industry facing unprecedented challenges and our volume falling short of 2022 goals, we made the difficult decision to adjust our staffing to match our 2023 forecasted volume. We were able to retain 95% of our workforce, and we remain optimistic that this and other decisions have right-sized us for the future. We're focused on the stability of our company and the strength of our teams. So... a couple layoffs there, and I think we're going to see a few more of that in the craft beer world. Don't be surprised. Uh, Neshaminy Creek Brewing uh, has added uh, a playful new addition to their Shape of Haze to Come series. Uh, This is based on uh, Simcoe, Equinot, and Mosaic, Neshaminy Creek Key Lime, Shape of Haze to Come, an 8.8% ABV, Hazy Imperial IPA, Tart Lime, Vanilla, and Cinnamon Notes, and a lactose-fueled creaminess. And Epic Brewing, Utah's first brewery since Prohibition to brew exclusively high-alcohol content beer, has returned its Big Bad Baptist Stout series for this year. Big Bad Baptist Barrel Strength 2022 is a massive 13.3% ABV Imperial Stout that will not disappoint its age to perfection in whiskey barrels with coffee and cacao nibs. So there you go. On next week's show, I'm going to talk a little bit about uh, what Governor Murphy has proposed about revamping the liquor laws in the state of New Jersey and why I think this is an enormous mistake uh, of them trying to put all of their eggs in one basket to get something passed in one fell swoop that I think is going to fail. We'll talk about that on next week's program. But when we come back after a short break, Bill Schufeld, the co-owner of Athletic Brewing, is going to join me on the program. This is the Al Gattulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Welcome back to the Alga Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. You know, it's funny. I was just in San Diego uh, a week or so ago for uh, the tail end of San Diego Beer Week, and I was remarking to my best friend who was on the trip with me. Uh, we hadn't seen Gary Clark Jr. in a while. He, he, does, he did a few dates this year, but not not really anything extensive, and it just kind of triggered my thing. Like, i got to get back to listening to him a little bit more and was listening to him on the plane. And I cannot wait. I'm Hopefully he's touring next year and get to see him on the East Coast. But uh, my next guest on the program, he is the co-founder of a brewery that specializes in non-alcoholic beers. They've taken the craft beer world by storm the last couple of years. They started in Connecticut and are now well-established in San Diego as well. See how I tied that all in San Diego, you know, to serve both coasts uh, quicker. For more information... On them, just go to athleticbrewing.com. And by the way, non-alcoholic beer, you can get it shipped right to your door. There's no restrictions. Anybody across the 50 states can get non-alcoholic beer shipped right to their door. Athleticbrewing.com is the website for more information. Let me welcome to the Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, the answer for the first time, Bill Schufeld. Bill, how are you?
2: Great, thank you. Thank you for having me on. really appreciate it.
1: You're welcome. Now, Bill, as the story goes on your website, it started with a pint. You were looking for an option that was non-alcoholic. And before you created Athletic Brewing, there was nothing out there that really tasted like a beer. Oh, sharps, that just that stuff just didn't cut it. Is it the obvious reason that no craft brewery wanted to make a non alcoholic beer, so you decided to do it, or was it something else?
2: It's exactly that. It uh it definitely more than one pint. There's a lot of bad pints <laughs> and meals ruined by not having great pairing, like having to pair of soda with a great meal, mm. or um, You know, as a craft beer, like, ironically, our non-alcoholic beer company emerged from a love of beer and a love of food and a love of bars and
1: everything. And
2: I just wanted beer that fit into every element of my life.
1: You know, it's funny, Bill, and I talk about this all the time. You know, people say, oh, you pair wine and food. But really, beer and food is a thing that people should pay more attention to in terms of, of pairing. When you're eating spicy foods... You know, an, an IPA that bitterness really cuts through uh, a lot of the heat that you're getting from from certain foods and stuff. And I think people forget that beer and food pairings are much—I don't want to say easier—but there's a, a a more interesting process that goes through when you're pairing up uh, beer with food. So I, I think it's essential um, that that, especially even non-alcoholic beer, that it tastes like the you know. The, the thing that you're looking for, whether it's a Pilsner, whether it's an IPA, whether it's a Stout, and you guys do a great job on that. Again, it took over hundred batches to get the beer to taste the way you wanted it to. Are 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 you and John, uh, your brewer constantly refining the process, getting feedback from drinkers and the like?
2: For sure, yeah. I mean it's John and the quality teams have just such a like pursuit of perfection in mind. Um yeah to touch on what you just said too. I mean wine and spirits and everything else have a lot of blind spots in what they pair well with. Like Mm. there's some foods that wine goes terribly with, but beer almost never misses as you know. Um, and the range of beers. So previously non-alcoholic beer had just been all like bland macro lagers. And that pairs with a lot of things, but not in a sophisticated complimentary way. I wanted, my goal was to be able to open a menu one day and be able to choose alcoholic or non alcoholic and get an equal breadth and be equally as excited about what are what's on both sides of the menu.
1: We're talking with Bill Schufeld. He's the co-founder of Athletic Brewing, where they pump out lots of different non-alcoholic beers. For more information, just head over to athleticbrewing.com. We're here on the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. So let's talk about the big news, Bill. It happened back in early November. Carrick Dr. Pepper invested into Athletic Brewing in a big way to the tune of $50 million. Why was this important for Athletic to secure a minority investor in the company?
2: Yeah, it So it basically allows us to do a lot more of what we've been doing. Um, As anyone in the craft beer world knows, running a brewery, um, you know, building breweries is expensive and you want to provide great jobs for your team. You want to get beer out to stores so your fans can actually get your beer. Mm -hmm. And I mean, all of that is just so expensive and the economy is not great. And this was a chance for us to secure our financial future, provide great stable jobs and get our beer out to a lot more fans. Um, And in that, you know, I, I came from a different industry. This is, I've been, yeah, in the beer industry for four or five years, but I definitely don't know everything about the road ahead. And we picked up in this an advisor who does know a lot about like logistics, getting beer around the world, um, Mm -hmm. doing things at scale. um, And so a lot of the below the line things too, and ultimately just great people. I mean, it, one of the selling things to me was almost all of them had our beer in their fridges. So Oh, well, that's a big thing. Abs-
1: yeah. Absolutely, that's that's half the battle right there. Now, correct me if I'm wrong here, Bill, but I don't think I've seen Athletic Brewing in big venues like Madison Square Garden, Barclay Center, you know, places around the country like that. Is the goal at some point to get into those arena to give people more options? Because I have to tell you, I'm a big concert goer. I go to a lot of shows, and listen, I like to drink and have a good time in the parking lot. But usually, when I get into the arena, uh, you know, I'm done drinking because I'm usually driving, so I want to sober up to make sure that. You know, I'm okay to drive when I go home. It would be great to have a non-alcoholic option if I wanted to continue to want to have a beer but not really have a beer. You, you know what I'm saying. Instead of, you know, just drinking water or whatever. Is that the goal at some point, to get into those arenas to give people more options?
2: Oh, for sure. It's, it's to give people options everywhere. So um, a lot of venues have had our beer and they're doing great with it. Uh, MetLife has it uh, okay. in New Jersey, um, all the way up to uh, the Seattle Mariner stadium um, and then a lot of music venues and things. So it, it takes a while to get everywhere. So right. um, we're probably doing like five or six ven- venue deals a year, trying to figure it out and crack into it. But um, yeah, we have everything. We even have a, a UK football club that has our, that we're the official bureau. Of, so Oh um, that's that's try, pretty awesome. Yeah. Definitely trying to get out there.
1: Yeah, I I and you know, I haven't been to MetLife in a while, so I I I didn't notice that. But you know, that's that's nice to know that in some places it is there already, which is great and gives you another option uh if you just don't if you know you just don't feel like drinking beer anymore talking with Bill Schufeld. he's the co-founder of Athletic Brewing they pump out lots of different non-alcoholic beers for more information just head over to athleticbrewing.com and again you can get their beer shipped anywhere in the United States cuz it's non-alcoholic which is great we're here on the Algatulo Craft beer Cast on AM 970 the answer so, how many different styles, Bill, does Athletic have for purchase currently? Because I looked on the website, it was like, oh my, I was counting one, two, three. How many, how many uh, different styles does Athletic have right now?
2: Yeah, so I mean, and everything a craft beer lover is looking for in a beer, like mm. say, say right now, you drink alcoholic craft beer on like a Friday, Saturday night, and then like really specific occasions during the week. Right. I would challenge anyone to go to our website and find their favorite style of beer and just put a six pack of it in their fridge at home and see how fast it disappears. I think people will fall in love with having like that Monday night beer, the like midday beer during the workday. And um, so, yeah, we, I I think we've sold over 50 different beers on our website this year. And it's it's a total credit to our brewing team. We've got a seven barrel system on the west coast a three barrel on the east coast and so we do like super small batches there mm-hmm. all the way up to a 100 barrel stuff that we sell on e-commerce and then um our our most highly awarded beers right tend to make it out to retail shops and be widely available but yeah right now on our website um so we launched a thankful for ipa pack for christmas mm-hmm. or for thanksgiving which has uh two new IPAs in there. It's one of our West Coast brewers who led the project, so two of them have his name on it, Tucker. Nice. Um, but, yeah, there's a tropical IPA, a passion fruit IPA. Um, we also recently, some of our veterans on the team all collaborated to brew our Ready Front IPA, which um, supports veterans. Uh, it's uh, team red, white, and blue and catch a lift for veterans. And then um, we have a really cool... Um, you know uh dry january is coming up around the corner Mm -hmm. and to give people an exciting foot into that we have both a really exciting partnership and a a six six pack pack to make it through the month of january that will be six pretty new beers i don't know if we've sold any of them before
1: oh that's awesome and you know i have to tell you the dry january thing is a big thing a lot of people do it i actually did it in september um because i just i wanted to i was uh, getting ready to attend a wedding, and I wanted to lose a couple of pounds. And I have to tell you, I did purchase some of your beers uh, in in retail. Uh, and I have to tell you, it was great on a Tuesday night because I don't normally drink during the week, but it was nice on a Tuesday night. I felt like having a beer. I could have something that was non alcoholic, and I knew that it wasn't gonna it wasn't gonna mess me up before I had to get to bed because I have to be up very early in the morning. So that is a, is a pretty cool thing. Now, you also have a line of sparkling waters. Are these all natural carbonated beverages?
2: Yep. So it's, um, it, it really started with leftover ingredients and just something fun that, you know, we've got that three barrel pilot system on the East coast and our brewers just threw in some extra hops and like deaerated water and mm. mixed it up. And it was a daytime drink that our team was loving. And then we started to just give it out in the tap room um, to people just as like a water alternative to our beers. Uh-huh. And then people started asking if they could purchase it. And that was, we're like, oh, you want to buy this? <laughs> uh, like, we just make this. And they're like, yeah, can you put like a six pack ring on it and sell it to me? And so it like, it very much like pulled its way out by our team and our customer base. So yeah, Daypack is available online in six different flavors, mango, black cherry, blood orange. And uh, it's pretty exciting. And then that'll be launching at retail uh, this upcoming year as well.
1: That's pretty awesome. Now, last question from me, Bill, and we're talking with Bill Schufeld, the co founder of Athletic Brewing here. AthleticBrewing.com is the website for more information. Why do you think over the last several years there's been this explosion in low alcohol and non alcoholic beers? Is it really because people want to be more health conscious or is it something else?
2: I so I think it I do not think it's like a new temperance movement or it's not like people are like society in huge numbers is choosing Sobriety is the new way forward. Mm-hmm. Um, I think anything like that is a mischaracterization. I think, I think, especially the younger generations, like younger than me, are more flexitarian than ever in what they eat, what they drink, and everything. Mm-hmm. And I do think over eighty percent of people who drink our products drink alcohol at other times. It's just from a love of beer okay. that you can now have great beer anytime or as you were describing, you know, if you're at a game, if you're at a wedding or something, you can have two beers and then have two more beers and drive home after. Um, Like I was, I was at a conference earlier in the week and I was talking to uh, Bart from the Brewers Association. Right. And he was like, I get it now. He's like, I love going out to a brewery and having one or two alcoholic drinks and then I can hang out for an hour or two after and have four or five beers if I just switch over to non-alcoholic at some point. And, you know, he's like, oh, honestly, I don't even realize it.
1: Uh, it, so does, it does make a big difference. It, it absolutely does because you monitor yourself. I mean, we were just doing a, a tour, you know, of a bunch of San Diego breweries and my best friend and I, and it was kind of like I was driving. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to have one or two here. Then I got to lay off because I know I have to drive to the next location and I can't be, I can't, you know, obviously you can't be drunk while you're driving. So you kind of monitor yourself. If there was a a non-alcoholic option um, to have in those brewers, whatever they are. I mean, maybe that's, I don't know, maybe this is a germination of an idea where athletic brewing is the non-alcoholic beer of choice of every craft brewer. You know, I know they're going to want to do their own take on it, but it's not, you know, an established brand. People know about it. You never know, right?
2: Yeah, in many ways, like, non-alcoholic is so difficult, both from a production and then the food safety regulatory side, that right. it's often not worth it to do one skew of non-alcoholic, but, um, so, yeah, a lot of our friends in the community, like Ballast Point, Juneshine, Pure Project, all have our beers either on tap or in their tap rooms, and, you know, especially if, if you can keep the drivers or people who aren't drinking engaged for longer, the whole group's going to stay for longer and have more fun.
1: Exactly. Um,
2: so, yeah, it's been – and I think in our uh, – in Connecticut near our other brewery as well, um, I think over 35 breweries in Connecticut have our beer in their top rooms as well.
1: See, that's – great. see, now, it would be nice if other states, uh, you know, picked up on that and said, yeah, you could have the non-alcohol. I mean, there shouldn't be any restrictions. That's a – it's a great idea. I'll have to talk to some uh, some beer friends of mine and see if that's something that in New Jersey maybe they can duplicate or – uh, maybe in New York. My guest has been Bill, Bill Schufeldt. He's the co-founder of Athletic Brewing. Lots of great non-alcoholic beers and sparkling waters that you can get shipped directly to your home. For more information, just go to athleticbrewing.com. Bill, thanks so much for joining me tonight. Best of luck, uh, luck with Athletic Brewing and the sparkling waters that are coming out. Love to chat with you again.
2: Thank you so much. Yeah, would love to be on anytime. Really appreciate you having me on and spreading the word about Athletic.
1: You got it. Up next it's time for Suds and Duds on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970 The Answer. <laughs> Final segment of the Al Gattulo Craft Beer cast on AM 970, The Answer. little D.O. and Gypsy from uh, his original solo album of Holy Diver. Speaking of which, uh, the D.O. documentary, which I had not gotten a chance uh, to see uh, in theaters, is actually coming to Showtime on Thursday, December 1st uh, at, uh, I believe it's at 8 p.m. Eastern. So that's really cool. So if you didn't get a chance to see it in the movie theaters... You will get a chance to see it. If you have Showtime, uh, you will be able to stream it, uh, I believe, on Showtime.com. I'm not sure if it's going to be on uh, Paramount Plus because I know Paramount and Showtime the parent companies. Um, so I'm not sure if it's going to be on Paramount Plus at some point. I'm guessing that it will be. Uh, but you definitely want to um, you definitely want to check that out. I am certainly going to be sitting at my television set on uh, Thursday, uh, December 1st at 8 o'clock to watch that because that is... Is going to be pretty awesome. All right, let's dive into suds and duds. A um, couple of things uh, to get into here. First off, Bolero had their festival of friendship uh, last weekend. Bolero snored over in Carlstadt. and what they're doing right now, which is really cool, and we'll get into the beers that I had there in a moment. But what they are doing is, if you bring a uh, a new unwrapped toy, uh, they are donating it to the youth services, uh, youth counseling services of um, of Hackensack, if I'm not mistaken. And um, you'll get a cookie uh, from a local bakery um, in the area. And um, you'll be helping out some kids for Christmas time, which is really cool. I brought a bunch of toys to the event. Um, you know, it, it's, it's something really important uh, to me because there are a lot of kids during Christmas time uh, that don't have families that are living in, you know, group homes or uh, whatever the case may be. And maybe they don't have a family. And getting a toy uh, from someone Whatever it is, whether it's a puzzle, a video game, um, you know, whatever the case may be, it's something that they'll remember for the rest of their life. And, and you know, it's always good to give back. So if you're in the area in Karlstadt, stop in at Bolero Snort, bring a couple of new unwrapped toys, uh, and get yourself a cookie. It's pretty cool. And if you want, stay for the beer because the beer is delicious. Um, I had a great time at the event. We'll get to that in a moment. Let's dive into a couple of things from Suds and Duds. Magic Gardens by Brick City. This was a Paragon Tap and Table. I had this uh, when I got back from uh, San Diego. Dank, like liquid weed right off the smell. The hops, everything, just perfect. Great beer. Uh, Fantastic. Um, And then I had uh, from Drownlands, Quiet Gardens, super light saison. Nice flavor for a 4% beer. I have to admit, for something that's 4%, I wasn't expecting a lot of flavor, I wasn't expecting a lot of flavor out of a four percent beer because usually it's you know it's clean it's crisp it's you know it has flavor, but it's not really hitting you in the no- for a saison at four percent fantastic beer great job by uh, uh the folks at drownlands that was a delicious beer and then a Belgian Watt by angry eric brewing uh this was a suggestion I'm trying to think who suggested it to me uh funk i think tom I think funk uh from Paragon suggested that one for me, and that was very very good. It was very tasty um Delicious beer. I don't drink enough um, Angry Eric beer. Let's put it that way. Anyway, let's move into the uh, Festival uh, of Friendship that Bolero Snort uh, put on uh, last week. Um, Bunch of different collabs from a bunch of different breweries. Uh, One of the best ones that I... Two of the best ones, actually, that I had there. The first one was from Conclave. And I have not... I don't think I've really had much from Conclave. And I got to meet the owner, Tim, uh, one of the owners, and we're going to have them on the show. I'm going to try and get over to the brewery in a couple of weeks and do an interview uh, for sometime in December. Uh, they did a yam beer, a porter. Have the yam stop screaming. Play on uh, Silence of the Lambs. This was a fantastic beer. It is very, very difficult to brew a porter that doesn't taste like a stout. This was perfect. Yeah, there's chocolate notes in there. There's a little dryness in there. It's just, it really is a well balanced beer for a porter. Um, this was fantastic. I could have had. I, I had a full pour of this. I could have went back again and again and again on this one. Great beer. Um, that's something I could pick up in a four pack for the holidays, or just you know sitting on a on a nice cold night and sit, just just trying to stay warm. Uh, you know, a little fi- maybe a little fire going or something. It's a perfect be- perfect beer for a fire. Now the other beer that I had, this was the one they did with uh, Bolero did with Gear Block, if I'm not mistaken, Donut Lord, right? This was a liquid raspberry donut, like if you've ever had a don a jelly like just a jelly donut, right? It's, you know, I know they added raspberry in there, but you ever bite into a jelly donut, a really good jelly donut? I'm not talking about Dunkin' Donuts. I'm talking about a real good jelly donut. Has that powdered sugar on top? Not the powdered sugar, the crystal sugar, not powdered sugar, crystal sugar, right? On top, it's sort of when it's when it's fried, it has that like. Getting close to that dark brown, almost burnt, right? And then you take a bite of it. Pollock's Bakery up in in Holy Pennsylvania used to do this. And then you take a bite of that jelly donut, and the jelly just kind of oozes out of the donut, hits you for the first time. That's what I'm talking about with this beer. I mean, it's got every element of a jelly donut that you want. It is fantastic, and it's not super sour, you know, whatever. It's got tartness to it, but it's not over the top. Like, everything is very well balanced. That's a great beer. I I enjoyed that one immensely. In fact, I don't think I bought a four-pack of that. I may end up going back and, get, and buying a four-pack of that because that it's that good. Like, it's that good where I could drink that again and again and again. Now, the other reason why everybody's there, aside from uh, giving toys and helping out people at, at YCS— uh, is the Stouts. So they released their Bergen County Stouts. Uh, I ended up having all three of the Bergen County Stouts in a flight. I did not buy bottles of it, but I encourage you, get to the brewery and get these Stouts. They're fantastic. The Bergen County uh, Bull Stout, the cookie sack, boozy but drinks light, really delicious. That was a nice beer. Uh, the Banana Foster version of the Bergen County Bull Stout was probably my favorite of the four uh, that I had, really nice flavors. They had a tw- uh, 2021 um I think that was the peanut butter one. That was um, that was really good. But again, that one I think was my favorite, the Bergen County Bull Stout, uh, the Banana Foster's version. I think that was my favorite of the bunch. And then um, I had the Brewer's Reserve. Super boozy, great bourbon flavor on that one. That's a strong one. That's one you crack open, you pour a couple glasses, and you sit back and you just kind of relax. Because that was a very, very big, big, boozy, boozy stout. But it was delicious. Um, I had the Pilsner. Uh, that Bolero did with the seed um, That was very good Very crisp n- n- You know, Nice You know, tight beer I did not have the barley wine um, I'm trying to think if I had The twin, the Bolero twin version Yes I, I think I'm pretty sure I had that one The IPA, that was a good one when herds collide That was a good beer um, I think there was one other collab that I did not do um, Just because we kind of ran out of time I was only staying there for a couple of hours They had bands playing, the place was packed We brought some lunch it was just, it was a really good time. My boy Feeney and I, we had a great time uh, just kicking back and um, and drinking a couple of beers on a Saturday afternoon. It was just great. Great turnout, but would love to, and, and encouraging more people to come out, bring toys, um, bring a, a new unwrapped toy, you get yourself a cookie, uh, and you're helping out not only a great brewery, but you're also helping out a great um, organization in, the, in YCS um, by providing these kids toys. At Christmas time, which is oh so very important. Now, we're out of time. My thanks to everybody involved in the show, as well as my guest, Bill uh, Schufelt, the co owner of Athletic Brewing, and of course, last but not least, a great buddy, Watson. I am back Monday on the Joe Piscopo show at 6 a.m. Hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving. This has been the Tulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer. Cheers, everybody.